2: Tom Bernard Show with Mike E. Winfield, Brandon Simon, J.B.,
0: Melissa Kirk,
3: Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, ladies and
4: gentlemen, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind... No problem. Check out Walzer's three day return and 30 day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com.
5: Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who've been hurt, then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is,
4: you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. Been good. And how do they contact you?
5: At uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, com, at 800 com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
4: I'm gonna listen to you. Mm-hmm. I got, get down and get funky. Well, Remember you can't help it. Him?
1: Look at his jacket, that
4: j- that and this album cover
1: matches it. You walk know around yeah. with pure funk. Oh yeah,
4: you're right. Yeah, it does. Do you get down? Honest to God. I love that jacket. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Mikey Winfield with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, yeah, well, in the building. What a what a feeling of joy in this room. I don't oh, any question about. It. Yeah. You know,
4: there's some people that come through town I've never met. Because really? I don't go in to do the morning show. No, no. So I've never met them. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we got history. You and I got history. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly right. plenty of it. It's right. a good thing. Bad. It's absolutely a good thing. Do, do, do any white guys go, hey, where'd you get that jacket? I want to get one.
2: Nah. They don't. <laughs> that <laughs> never happens. Wrong. They just come and try to touch my sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can see that happening. That's a great jacket, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, the world deserves a show. Yeah, that's you right. know, well, and, you're and right. that's what they click and they they chime in for, and that's why like this specific episode becomes the highest viewed episode ever because people are tuning in for a show. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I just want to know what yeah.
6: couch he killed to
2: get that jacket. <laughs> oh, you want a gold
6: couch? Man. Not, uh, not me, but.
4: It's Levin. It's Levin. I've
6: had some friends who had gold couches. Mm.
4: Did they have the plastic cover on them? Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> they. they never take the plastic cover off their couches like that. I think that's hilarious. My
6: Your mother neighbors. had that, too.
2: She had the plastic on the furniture? Mm-hmm. The s- that was never safe. Like no. when they had that on, yeah. Because right.
6: you either stuck to it or you slid yep. off of it, one All of the right. two. you
4: All have right. poo Butt one time? Is that why she put it on It <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> well, it did happen, but it wasn't me. I, I like feel- that. That's nice. No. That's really nice. But
2: no, you're, you're working a lot. You're doing a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I'm a busy dude this time of year. And the way comedy works, you could be very hot and then cold the next minute, you know. And first half of the year, it was eh, eh. And now, yeah, I was just chilling, you know, trying to decide if it's going to be, you know, the crossroads of comedy world, drugs or sex, you know, (laughs) and
4: big decision. Yeah, you
2: know, and then things changed a little. And now, um, yeah, I got a couple, no, like three movies in the process of being released. One is November 9th. It's called Pimp. With the rapper DMX Pim. and Kiki Palmer, it's about lesbian pimping. Pretty uh, <laughs> dark
6: subject. Uh, and this is a comedy? Nah, it's not at all. Comedy. It's a drama. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, this is a real deal. And um, lesbian pimping. It's heavy. It's heavy. It has a I lot of emotions there. in it. A lot of people aren't happy about the subject matter just being made in general. You know. Boy. You know, people see that and they're like, oh, why do we need another black movie being portrayed like this? You know, and, you know, I mean, I look at it as stories need to be told. This right. is a brand new story that I have never seen. And it's like, why not? It's art in the end. That's what all of this is. It's a form of art. And you can watch it or not. Or not.
4: You know, nobody's you know, to watch it. Right. Like, right. I didn't go see Superfly because I loved the original Superfly so much. Right, and I Did anybody see it? Did you see the did anybody see the new Superfly? No, I didn't. My favorite line, because Ron O'Neill played Superfly in the original, right? And Ron O'Neill was kind of a light skin, right? So he gets in an argument with some drug
2: dealer, and the guy goes,
4: "You white-looking mother effer!"
2: (laughs) I will never. It was phenomenal. What's great is that I didn't see Superfly before I saw Menace to Society, and there's a reference to Ron O'Neill in the movie in one of the opening scenes. Like, what you think you, Ron (laughs) O'Neill? And I was like, "Who is Ron (laughs) O'Neill?"
4: Ron O'Neill. One of the greatest things about the original Superfly is he pulls up in an El Dorado Cadillac, and it's got those. Fan, fan looking things over the headlights, you know, those circle things with the little line. <laughs> he pulls up and he stops and the car door opens and you just, you can just see it from like the middle of the car door down. You can't see thing above that at all. middle of the car door down. He opens the car door, steps out that guy got platforms yeah i love it i love (laughs) it it it. It was
6: like
2: seven inch platforms so
6: man so so is this a time piece is it like back in the 70s back in the 80s no
2: it does time back to it it flashes back about 20 years but that just shows the history of how the, the, the the film's being presented and then it's uh present day and uh Kiki Palmer's the star of this, and it's a role that people don't know her for. They know her for, like, Aquila and the B, and yeah, a lot yeah. of Disney stuff. So yeah. when you see her with dreadlocks and, you know, muscles, you know, she showed that, you know, she's diverse in this acting game. That's a good thing. Yeah. Did they tell you to bring your jacket when they signed you for the movie? <laughs> yeah, they wanted to, yeah, they just
4: wanted me to have it in the dressing room. Look, it's a pimp movie. Bring your gold jacket.
2: Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I'm was. i only the friend. I'm just like this. I'm like her homeboy in the movie. Oh, oh, okay. Right. And my role is amazing. It's just, I'm present. I'm in it. I got feelings and views, and it's like how people haven't seen me. Like, people haven't seen me at all, but they know me from I comedy. Suppose, yeah. You know, they know me from stand-up, so when they see this, they're like, oh, okay. When's it coming out? November 9th. Oh, just two weeks? It's coming soon. One week from today, excuse me. Yeah, and it says selected cities for theaters. (laughs) So that's one thing. (laughs) But it also says on demand. So that means everyone can watch it. Oh, it's going to be on demand too? Yeah. I kind of prefer that
4: now to tell you the truth. Because going to Andy and I went and saw what did we see? Jumanji? Yeah. Went and saw it down in Florida. Nobody would shut up the whole movie. They're mm-hmm. on their phone so it's all these bright lights and everybody's yeah. talking. It's like man. So I would just rather watch it at home anyway.
2: It's killing the experience. That's why my it family and I, experience. my right. family, we go to drive-ins. I love driving We have the drive-in movies, so we sit in man, there, you know, and uh, do it our have, own way. I think right. we have
3: one of those left here. Yeah, there's one left. Exactly
2: they need to like right. be Apple restored.
3: All right. Yeah, it's like an it?
4: alley. Yeah, it's not near it's anything. South.
1: It's
0: well, the maple, yeah.
4: the maple Leafs still open or whatever the thing's called over in uh, St. Paul, right? over there. I don't remember. Yeah, I it's like on like highway, six, like a half hour on highway 61, I think there still is one left. But I used to love going to the drive-in. Well, yeah. as of
3: 2016, there were six. One is in Long Prairie. Yeah, well, that's one still there. Uh, Litchfield, Warren, wherever that is. Warren. Laverne, wherever that is. Down south. Uh, Lake Elmo and Elko. So the one over in St. Paul's not there anymore. That's too I guess bad. not. And for all we know, these are all gone too. This was t- two years ago. One of my
4: favorite things about going to the drive-in, my my buddy Tommy, we would go to the drive-in all the time back when we were like in our 20s. Oh. Yeah. So, and we would go um, to the drive-in. And just before the movie started, Tommy would break out his treasure chest of like reefer. Yeah. <laughs> it was on, was
3: like, Here, look. And he was like that deep and that. Right. There's an article from this June. Only That's three fun. left. What? Lake Elmo, Litchfield, and... Long Prairie. Uh, Brainerd. Oh, they, they rebuilt Long Prairie,
4: so it was probably being rebuilt because it got hit by a tornado.
3: Uh, so, yeah, there's only three of them left
2: now, so... Uh, well, there be go. four. But Long Prairie opened again. That's mm-hmm. where I was born. Has anyone studied the origin of uh, marijuana names? Like, reaper. <laughs> the like, 97 where that reefer, different...
3: <laughs> Like uh, slang terms for it, yeah, yeah. like what is like reefer derived from? It's a good
4: question. Oh, that is a good question. where did how how did you end up calling cannabis reefer?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. It comes from Spanish uh, Grifo, which means someone who smokes weed. Grifo <laughs> Grifo, reefer.
6: That makes sense because
3: refo, repo. Is that a
6: big remember, part,
4: too? Repo is a big part of that.
6: You remember the the big band? Not well, not the big band, but the black bands that would go around the country. You
4: mean like Parliament Funkadelic? No,
6: not <coughs> before, Parliament before Funkadelic. that. Like Count Basie Orchestra. <laughs> oh, like, like that. Like that. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They would talk about Rifa all the time. Oh, and that's yeah. because they had Spanish members in their yeah, bands. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm.
4: That is true. I, man, that, that must have been... I wish... You know, I, obviously I'd be dead now, so I don't wish I was that age. But going to see those bands at nightclubs must have been unbelievable. Like Count Basie at the Copa Cabana in New York. that must have been unbelievable mm-hmm. seeing that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's all dressed to the nines and all the rest of it.
6: Well, you know yeah. who was in his orchestra for a little bit was Quincy
4: Jones. Yeah, Quincy Jones was, yeah, that's right. It's really funny because I broke out the Thriller album because of Halloween on Wednesday. Man, that album is good. It's got every song in that album is a hit. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. It's unbelievable. But it's really funny because you can tell Quincy Jones produced the whole thing. Because everything's like, do-do-do-do-do-do. do do He just repeats the beat. I mean, it's, it's he had a style. Really he, had a he had a style. style. Yeah, so yeah, like, he had a right.
2: style. That's exactly And then right. a combo like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. What, the greatest entertainer of the century? There's
4: only one creepy thing about, about that album. And he's doing The Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney. You know that song? Yeah. Well, at one point, Michael says, and the way he says it is the problem. Michael says to Paul McCartney, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm like, (laughs) ooh. That was creepy? I was just the way yeah. he said, because he was "I'm a <laughs> oh God,
2: it was his delivery. Yeah, it, it was, was his, his delivery. delivery. Yeah, it wasn't oh, okay. what he said; is how he oh, delivered. Okay.
4: But I tell you what, man, I, did you ever see "This Is It"? The, 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 the last. Yes, special? I did. Right, that guy was amazing. I could not have worked with him. Yeah, because he go wait, 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 wait. Let we. I don't want to do it that way. You right. had to do exactly what he told you. You know, when he died, he was five hundred million dollars in debt. Mm, I've heard million he was in debt. I didn't know that much. Now I'll tell you another thing. You know how much he made last year? Just last year. How much? $400 million. Wow. Hmm. So he paid all his debts off. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a
2: good thing. You're talking about last year. That's just last a random year. year. He died yeah, like he nine it. or ten years yeah. ago, right? So just yep.
4: randomly last year. Oh, he's got a Halloween special out now, Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's okay. A, it's a okay. car. Uh, 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 it's, the hell do you call it again? Like animated. A, yeah, animated. I
1: saw that. Yeah, that came out last year. So that's, oh, did I'm it? Wonder, yeah, I'm wondering if that's where he got a big chunk. Yeah,
4: and it, his albums sell, they still sell huge.
1: I didn't care for that special
4: though. No, it wasn't that good. No. It didn't really have much Michael in it.
1: It was kind of like that, kind. not really claymation, but it had that kind, kind of. of...
4: But the anim- guy who played Michael Jackson wasn't all that good. That was a problem. Michael yeah. was a one of a kind. He just oh, yeah. was. yeah. But he... Uh, I never got to meet. I, he was booked to be on the show.
1: <laughs>
4: I love this story. Oh, I mean, this is a true, true story. <laughs> we have Michael Jackson booked to be on the morning show. That's
3: huge.
4: At the last minute, he decided he didn't want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we had, we had a guy on the show that, called The Chucker. So we found a guy named Michael Jackson in <laughs> Chicago and interviewed him.
2: And like, <laughs> and the greatest thing ah, about the great. Michael
4: Jackson we interviewed was... So, man, it must have been unbelievable. The Chucker interview goes, Must be amazing uh, having all that money from your album sales. And the guy Scott goes, I told you, man, I ain't got any money. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, phenomenal. That's great. <laughs> that was yeah. one of the greatest things. People thing
6: always
4: talking about the money all you're the talk time. you talking about the money all the time. I I, like I don't jazz. have any money. I like jazz myself. I, don't I like that R&B. I think like I told you. I'm a lover, not a fighter.
5: I'm never like a fighter.
4: It's like when he does that, it's like, oh, that's great. I'm creepy. a lover, not a fighter. That is yeah. a great song, though. The harmony on that song okay. is amazing. That was believable,
2: too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that he wasn't a fighter
4: yeah that's i don't think he was a very good fighter yeah that's probably true
1: although it was hard to believe that uh paul mccartney and michael were fighting over the same yeah. girl yeah. Yeah,
4: that's you, know, you know i suppose that's probably true but yeah you think about it because he, he got his ass whipped constantly by his dad you would mm-hmm. think he would have you know grown a little bit of a hard shell and become a tough guy but he went the exact opposite way and just uh-huh. said i don't, don't want to mess with any of it he was probably a remarkable
2: lover though what do you think <laughs> Michael Jackson probably, like... I
6: try not to.
2: <laughs> like, no, no, that's that. really, let's really dig into this. You know, I think Michael Jackson probably, like, had candles burning. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very he's sang, romantic. He sang. He could sang, You know, the he was singing. While well, he's having sex with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Like, that was probably <laughs> such an amazing experience. I bet you're right. Right. But you don't hear any woman talk about you know, all right. I want to finally tell you about the That's time I was with Michael Jackson one on one. So, yeah. did it ever happen? That's scary. I don't know. Maybe wow. I like, have no idea. People aren't that quiet. People come no, back no, and right. they want to sell no, a right. book. Yeah. They yeah. want to tell a story. That's so there's not true. one story of this woman. And she's like, I don't know what 70 now or something, and she's like, yeah, yeah. you know, me and Michael. <laughs> we this happened. up.
4: It was unbelievable. Yeah. No question about it. Well,
2: Please. We
0: had children, so. Yes. It happened uh-huh. somewhere.
4: Maybe.
2: <laughs>
4: the problem yeah. is they're whiter maybe. than I am, so that's that's, that's a major true. problem. That's true, yeah. that's true. You, you can get any tone at all, nothing you, get when you came out of no tone at all.
2: That took a lot of, like, let's just say it wasn't his DNA. That mm-hmm. means that took a lot yeah. of, like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to this uh, factory and find someone <laughs> who has... <laughs> the baby factory. Yeah, and...
4: Yeah, uh, it's, it is amazing. But I, you know, but what it drove me to, I, I got the thriller album out just because it was Halloween, and then of course I followed that up with Marvin Marvin Gaye's essential album, and then I just keep on I keep on going now. It's just yeah. I grew up on R and B. I love R and B. Yeah, cultural appropriation—that's what they call it. Now. Oh, got it. Got it got <laughs> he got goes, it. Oh, "You got it." <laughs> that a white guy in Minneapolis stealing our by listening to our music, <laughs> but it's it's phenomenal music, and I do miss it. Um, you know, rap has kind of taken that whole position over.
2: It has, but there's still R and B that exists and, and yeah, I it think does. Yeah, it does. today's R and B there's like some some real edgy tunes, you know. Yeah. There's some guys that are saying some things and but I don't know if that connects even with the youth and the younger R and B artists. Yeah, I don't, probably not. They're just listening to you know Probably not. Well, all the, right. Who well, wants to love music when you like? Like we used to. I remember yeah, liking r and B. I I would switch yeah, to a Lauryn Hill album and like, yep. oh, man, I feel different now. But mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Joe.
4: Joe was a great singer. Yeah. There was a lot of it. good. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. It's time to give you an update on my successful weight loss journey. I'm down 92.5 pounds thanks to my friends at Nutrimost of Plymouth, the official and only provider of the Nutramost program in Minnesota. I've never been down this road before where I've lost so much weight. And then kept it off. So now I'm on the Nutrimost Forever Maintenance Program. This program reminds me to keep hydrated about healthy eating habits and what to eat to keep my healthy weight. To find out how to be successful losing weight, attend the Nutrimost in Plymouth. It's a free dinner on Monday, November 12th at 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutrimost guarantees that you'll lose 20 pounds or more. Nutrimost helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. But heads up, there are copycat programs claiming to be cheaper with the same results, but they don't take into account the detailed specifics of your body to customize the program for you. Register for the Nutrimost Dinner on November 12th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. Oh, there you go. I me, mean, didn't play like. Uh, How can I called you call to here today for a bit of bad news. <laughs> I love that song.
1: You're talking Michael. So. I know, I love Michael Jackson. I do too. I'm a big Michael fan and Prince fan.
4: Except the only problem with Michael Jackson, I could not fit into his pants.
1: <laughs> yeah. It well, does bother me. Or Prince.
4: Mm. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. Don't look at me like. Yeah. He's at me like. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he, he was thin, man. He, he had some nice real. pants, right? Mm-hmm. He did have nice pants, kind of like your jacket. That's great. So you had pants that match your jacket? <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah, he did. Nice. <laughs> That's the deal.
6: Well,
1: I know my mom and I, we saw This Is It in the movie theater, oh, and did. there was a scene where he's on stage, and he's wearing, like, these sequin gold pants, and I'm like, Yep, yep. I was like, I wonder if he got up that morning and said, I would like to wear my sequined gold pants today. <laughs> I just find I that probably. so bizarre. Go to you the know? closet. Wait a minute.
2: I, I think I'll wear no these
1: today. I mean.
2: You kind of get used to it when you see him on stage. Yep. It's when you see him walk into like Subway and you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. No one else here has those sequined <laughs> pants. You I mean, see him you look at like Kiss
3: or Twisted Sister or whatever. Yeah, same like story. It's like they're dressed even more bizarre than that. But yeah. on stage, mm. it doesn't matter because it's a show. But if they <laughs> were if they were walking around like that, you'd be like, they've got problems. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: think, I think Prince, though, topped it off. I think he was more bizarre with his clothes on stage than Michael. Well, that
3: third eye sunglass thing he
4: had was kind of weird. I thought that, oh, that was that cool. No, I'm talking here. about,
1: like, controversy, that oh, era yeah, where yeah. he's on stage in a trench coat with a bandana tied around his neck and, like, bikini underwear <laughs> and oh, yeah. like yeah it was bizarre that's
4: how i'm dressed right now
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> unbelievable did you get ever get the chance to see michael live i did not oh my I god was he he was amazing i believe it he was and you talk sellouts yeah. Honest to God, everywhere. <laughs> not, not that way. I mean, sold out the <laughs> auditorium. I know what you meant, but it's just, you're talking about sellouts. You're talking about turning it back on everybody. Uh, Man, no.
2: you, we got to get a chance to see these living legends while they still yeah, perform. Right. You have to make that effort if mm-hmm. you can,
4: you know. Yeah, because they'll do the hologram of them someday, I suppose, when they come up with enough money. They may have done it.
2: Yeah, maybe they did already.
4: Yeah, yeah, they might have. Right, but is
2: that? that's not the same. No, no. it's not.
4: It's empty. It's empty. It's yeah. not. Yeah. So I never did get a chance to talk to Michael.
2: I thought I was going to interview him that one time many many years ago and I never did I never got a chance to talk to him. Prince makes me laugh every time I hear him referenced just because I go and read the old stories from people about yeah. how good he was at basketball. He, he was. was this little guy that had he, a jump shot and dribbles and it just it stays <laughs> a hell
4: of an athlete. He was a hell of an athlete, no but, doubt about yeah, it. Cuz
2: I don't know any basketball players that are that sexy. Like how do point. you have both? Sides like that. Like, like, I can hoop,
4: but yeah, catch me at night. Yeah. He must not have been much more, what, about 5'4", something like that. Yeah,
1: he, he, well, he was actually, I think he was the same height as I am, 5'3". Five, 5'3", three.
4: Five, three, But okay. I couldn't oh, I think you're fit right. in
1: his clothes, because he was so yeah, tiny. Was I have petite. wide hips. Right, I know, man. he's very petite. My great uh,
0: aunt, she loves him, and she, she always says... Yep, and Joey says, He's so cute, you could fit him in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <There> you <laughs>
3: I, I, he must have had like a pituitary problem or something. Oh. <laughs> to be that small?
0: He always thinks that there's a medical issue.
3: Well, Size <laughs> <yeah, laughs> <yeah. laughs> related medical issues. Maybe he's
0: just, just small.
3: <laughs> Might
0: no, have been.
1: Yeah, but because like when I went to Paisley Park, they had some of his iconic outfits that he wore in oh, his yeah. music videos on like a mannequin thing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looking at and I'm like how the heck did that little guy look so big on stage? I mean, yeah. I mean, he's like the size of a, a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah,
4: he was. Yeah. It was true. I, I do we have enough time in, left in the show for me to tell my I met when I met Prince story?
3: Yeah, go
4: ahead. We have enough time. What? Uh, we at 4 minutes. I know, but I'm just telling. I was being a smart ass. <laughs> okay. Here's my entire meeting with Prince many many years ago when he first broke with Warner Brothers. I walked in with a friend of mine's house, and Prince was in there. And I walked by him and he goes, hey, how you doing? He went, hi. That was my entire conversation. <laughs> that, <laughs> was that was it.
2: <laughs> what do you think that was? Do you think he was bothered that really day? Really shy. Really a shy guy. Okay. okay. He
4: was extremely shy. All right. And I think his mind was always working. You know, that stuff just goes through your head when you could write music that prolifically, it's, I don't think it ever stops playing in your head. It's right. just always going on. So he had a hard time relating to most people, Oh, just about everybody, as a matter of fact.
5: Hmm. But
4: I tell you what, it, to see him standing next to his bodyguard was unbelievable because his bodyguard was like 6'10". Oh, man. That guy was huge. What was Demolish. that guy's name? You What's remember that? Prince's bodyguard, that real huge guy. Oh. I can't remember his name. I can't either. But you did not want to mess with Prince. No, I can guarantee that. That guy
6: was always there too.
4: He was always with him. <clears throat> yep, it's true. Yeah, it was very very sad. I remember we were on the show. As a matter of fact, when my wife said the Prince died, I was like, oh man.
3: Yeah, I know why. Why did they have to die? Big Charles, big chick Huntsbury. There you go, big <laughs> chick. Mm-hmm. How tall was big chick? Uh, I don't know if that information exists. Yeah, hmm. he was. Big and not
4: only was he tall, but he
3: was like a broad-shouldered, big guy. Was- uh, oh, well, SW News Media, whatever that is, says he was six six and weighed three fifty.
4: Well, he was taller than six He was about three fifty. They got that right, but he was definitely taller than six six. He was a big fella, and he did this
2: thing too. Like, don't come around here.
4: <laughs> he had
2: that deep voice. Yeah, you That's could so see great. him coming. It's so great that the requirement for a bodyguard is, like, size. Mm-hmm. Like, is there, like, <laughs> yeah, anything else that happens at the interview? You just, like, look at him. Okay, you're 6'6", you're 350, mm-hmm. you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> you <got laughs> had a low voice. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. good. Yeah, right. Will you intimidate?
6: Have you ever killed a man?
2: <laughs> man. <laughs> well I don't
4: know. It's, uh, it's that, uh, it just really is too bad. People like Michael Jackson and Prince dying so young, and you get on the list. It's just, it should not happen. No, you know? no, no. And I don't think in my generation, well, I mean, Marvin Gaye's father shot and killed him. His own father killed him. So yeah. that was about the, because most, most of the guys, like The Temptations and Four Tops, those guys are still alive, most of them, hmm. which is good. You know, I don't know what, I don't know. What you I, know what,
2: they're stars. And then there's megastars. Yeah, that's right. And that's there's true. the difference, you know. There's like people who evolve into a level that no one else can even come mm-hmm. close to their lane. Yeah. And that's when you have the Michael Jacksons, the Princes, the Mikey Winfields, the you know <laughs>
4: Mikey Winfield. That's a, right. That's what I was thinking immediately. Right, so it time. Dave Chappelle and Mikey Winfield.
2: Wow, wow.
3: Uh, I let's love the classic Five Temptations. Well, one of them is dead, Jimmy. Uh, one of them is still alive. Only one now? Yep. David Ruffin's dead David Ruffin dead. died, that's right. Melvin Franklin's dead. Oh, I didn't know. Paul Williams was dead. is dead. God. Melvin died in nineteen ninety five, so Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Eddie Kendricks Otis Williams is the only one still around.
2: Otis is an
3: old name. Yes, Otis. it is. Otis, <laughs> <my man. laughs> yeah,
2: He was he's true. the
3: founder and last surviving original member.
2: Oh. And he I still Jason performs in it. So. I don't know. I wanna mean a baby named Otis. you probably hey, come over here, could. Otis. Old yeah. names are coming back. Yeah, they're recycling
4: now. Cool. Yep. Gotta remember that in Animal House when those guys, those white guys go over to that black club at Dexter Lake. They walks in and as you walk in, Otis Knight was in there. Otis Day. Oh Otis Day and the, the Nights, that's what it was. Yeah. Otis Day was in there he goes, Otis. My man. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever yeah. you say, kid. <laughs> who, is he, who Do you have one person that was your inspiration to
2: get into comedy? Hmm. No, no. I do not. You know, no. I'm more motivated by the idea of the hustle. You know, some of the first things I saw were like, I saw Eddie Murphy, you know, my cousin right. had that thing, you know, right. and I saw a lot of Martin Lawrence, and Chris Rock, and that. But I think I'm motivated like, by the story told in hip-hop when dudes start from nothing and then they just go and you just be yourself the entire time and then you just elevate, you know. And that, to me, is the essence of survival of the fittest and we can all make it, but only some will make it to a certain level and that drives me. I think it is wonderful, though, because what you just said is 100% true, that everybody
4: can make it. You got to work and some have to work harder than others, but... Everybody can make it
2: to a certain level. Now you, can, if you become right. a superstar, I don't know about that, but you are, you can make it to a certain level. Yeah, there's a lane and I'm 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 this guy that talks about all the time is finding your lane. Right, right. And what I'm trying to do is go so far down it that People see stuff and they're like, that's a Mikey Winfield joke or a Mikey Winfield something. Well, that's good. And that's, it takes time. And if you're willing to put in any amount of time, I think you, you know, you can become great at just about anything. One of the first things you ever said to me, I just, because
4: I didn't know you were coming to town like three weeks ago, I didn't know you were coming yet. (laughs) But I brought your name up on the morning show because I, one of the first time I think it was the first time I ever talked to you several years ago. And I said, where is the ghetto in Baltimore? He said, you mean the
2: east side or the west side? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It was phenomenal. That place was heavy. Yeah, all day. (laughs) And you know, early on, we don't know. We're just living in it. We don't know that it's bad. And then you start to grow up. You're like, okay, when your mom is like, she won't let you go to the corner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You can't even walk down the street because it's that bad. I was
4: I was ten years old. I remember when I realized that I lived in a pretty rough area because the guy across the street was a box boy at the supermarket and somebody shot him with a shotgun to rob the place. Wow. Like, what? John's dead.
2: Who shoots a shot- the box boy? Yeah. Man. Well.
4: Man. Yeah. well, he just wanted to gain access to the building. Like, I don't know. but A shotgun, that's a little excessive. Yeah, he shot him with a shotgun. Mm. Jeez. Oh. John Foley was his name. Great guy. Really good guy. But then you all kind of went, I wonder if that happens in other neighborhoods. Probably not. It probably doesn't happen in
2: most neighborhoods. It's not the norm. Selected states. There's always that area. It's certain areas in every state. Yeah, I think it's all over. It's good know? for you, though. I talk about it
4: all the time. Where I where I grew up, there were people. The only thing, the only type of people we didn't have were, were Asians in my neighborhood because there weren't that many Asians in Minnesota. In those there days. were
2: none in Baltimore.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were none here either. So we grew up. Well, I was just talking about it on Halloween Day. I talked about the fact that that uh, five of us went trick or treating when we were in fifth or sixth grade, and there was Benny who was black, there was Ronald who was Native American, there was Ray who's, who's Spanish, there was me, and an Irish guy. And I told him, "We don't want the Irish." Not <laughs> <laughs> to steal a joke from Richard Pryor. Yeah. But we all dressed up as hobos, and nobody ever talked about who was what race or who. We just went to school together. and We were friends. Yeah. We, I didn't even know about that until I got out. You know, we didn't have a television, so I suppose that probably, probably heard us. But I didn't even know there were racial tensions until many years later.
2: You know, that's because kids are blind to it yeah. Yeah, as they, they should be. Yep. You know, they're blind to it, and it's the parents who introduce racism right. to their children, and it's how they introduce it. There's different ways to introduce it. You can do it. One or the other way and I'm not here to say like one is right or wrong but that's who brings yeah. the ideas to the children I cannot tell you how I found it. I can
4: but I can't repeat the word yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, on, I'm down on Plymouth Avenue the place called the DuPont Cash Market that's where John got shot and killed as a matter of fact but I was going to. my mother asked me it was just before Christmas she asked me to run to the DuPont Cash Market and get some like yeast or something to make some bread or whatever the hell she was doing. Go right?
3: get me some yeast. Yeah. So
4: I'm I'm standing on the corner waiting for the light to change, and this car pulls up, and they look like they had a lot of money because Plymouth Avenue used to be the street to get out to the suburbs back in those days. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there on the corner, and I'm, you know, eight, nine years old, something like seven, eight, nine years old, something like that. And it's this guy pulls up and there's a man dressed in a suit and he's wearing a hat and his wife is very well dressed. These are white people. And then they had a little kid in the back seat, right? So I'm standing there and the mother looks at me and she turns to her, her husband and says, and I quote, lock the doors. We're in end town. Mm. I said, you're looking at, where'd you, <laughs> I, and I'm looking at what? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what the hell she meant by that at first. It's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. But I'll never. But to say that to a, in front of a, like a seven, eight, nine year old little kid, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, it's an amazing, right. it's an amazing world. But no, I, I, I tell you honestly, I, I loved it. I loved growing up there. It was so much fun. It was unbelievable. It shapes you,
2: you it know. Does. I mean, that's something we can take from it. <laughs> you know, you're shaped a certain way, and, yeah, uh, yeah and hopefully. Um, A lot of people lack the uh, culture of the world to just understand that the world's way bigger than just the little microcosm you live in. You know, once you get around, you understand there's different ideas, there's different thinking, and um, some people are so closed in their circle, they don't get that it's way bigger. And And that's where a lot of negative uh, media influence comes in, where people are just couldn't agree more. Seeing what they see and thinking, okay, this is how it is, and it's just a lot of negative influence. People don't read or anything. I was talking to Big J about
4: this an hour ago. Why do people want to be offended? Do they just want to be? They want to be so offended. They want to be victimized. Instead of going, hey, that, this is a good story. I heard this funny story. They go, oh, you know what happened? Like,
2: calm down. Because somewhere during this time, we've given everyone a voice Mm -hmm. like everyone is a voice that's what happened so now they're like hmm what will I like to object to (laughs) and let's see if three people will follow me in my objection and it's just like yo calm down calm down and just come on a lot of this is art there's a lot of stupid people there's a lot of smart people just
3: well that used to be the idea behind a college degree is you were educated enough to speak on that subject but Now we think that you're educated enough to speak on any subject just because you went to college, which is not right. You know, someone has an economics degree. That doesn't mean they know everything about, you know, the Soviet Union, but they're still (laughs) going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. yep. Tell Hell you yeah. all about it,
2: and you know though the people that sound well delivering—that's who people mm-hmm. listen to, whether oh, yeah. they're smart oh, or you're not. Right. Uh, if they right. know how to deliver the lines, you're like, yo, this guy knows what he's talking about, <laughs> that's and that's who, that's who they cast in these positions. Those are the guys they hire. Like, yo, know, he's eloquent mm-hmm. in his delivery. Ooh, I like
4: eloquent. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. We'll take a quick
4: break. Be right back in two minutes. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. God, I remember when the year 1999 happened. Catherine and I were at a New Year's Eve party, and they played 1999 going into New Year. It's a great memory.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, he had that, uh, I think it was a pay-per-view uh, New Year's special when we were oh, going yeah? into 2000s. So I think that's what it was. And he performed. That's when he wore, like, that one-piece, shimmery, blue, leathery-looking no, suit. No, that was, that
4: was me. That wasn't Prince. Oh, that was you? <laughs> Sh- shiny, blue, leather. What do you think, JB? I think it, it works for you thank you <laughs> he lied
1: brings your I, eyes out
4: i already told jb i'm and i'm mad at him because he looks a lot better in that color than i do <laughs> it really pisses me off you know what's going.
1: funny is actually
0: yesterday at work um my friend august that i uh, started with he's so he's african and so he's really dark and
4: next w- name in front of JB, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's 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 a lot darker than JB, yeah, he's purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: god, <laughs> anyway, go. Michael's
2: so, heard that. Please continue picture. your story, <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, I told you, Mike. Heard that before, <laughs>
0: Andy <laughs> saw this picture, but um, somebody was passing out like fangs, like,
6: oh, yeah, plastic yep, fangs, yep. and
0: they were all different colors, mm-hmm. and the ones that were on top were green, and I got some. And then I showed August, and he was like, oh, i got to get some of those. So he went and got some, and he comes back, and I was like, are you joking me right now? Those look way better on you than <laughs> you on yeah, me. Just, you
4: know, and a... then
0: he's like, why? And I'm like, "Uh, well, it... we're, we're, on this, we're on a good level, <laughs> honestly, because you have darker skin. And then everybody's no, like, works. yeah, colors. yeah, it's true. Some colors just go
3: better together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's very and it's fair. it's true.
0: It was like... It was, like, really dark and then bright green, like, in his mouth. And I was just like,
3: and that's you know, we're it's talking.
0: sweet. Yeah, it's a true fact. Like, that would not look good on any of us.
3: <laughs> no, and Catherine bright green said, fangs? Yeah, no. Catherine well, no, even just color. That, that she,
4: she said white women should never wear orange dresses.
2: That's true. And
4: it is, is thing.
2: That, is that a thing? Unless uh, they unless have she's... very
4: red hair. <laughs> <laughs> that looks good. Yeah, I suppose if they had really red hair,
3: it would. But otherwise, no, yeah. No, but
0: if they're, like, um... All, like a more olive tone, I think oh, yeah. too. Um, it, but like me, I'm like red tone, right? So I can't, I cannot wear orange. Can
2: oh you know? no, mm-hmm.
0: it would look horrible. On this is me. this
2: is terrible news. I'm selling an orange T-shirt after my shows this weekend. <laughs> Oh no.
3: In Minnesota like, oh, no. T no. shirts are gonna be alright. Well yeah. it's it's, it's, it's around Halloween though, so it's yeah,
4: festive. You're fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, okay.
1: Certain, he's
0: like, Oh no, this is
4: terrible. Oh no, this is bad. No T shirts you're alright. <laughs> uh, dresses. Okay. She was talking it's, about dresses. It's dresses, oh, yeah, Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're gonna give out dresses too. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Has anyone ever
3: like done a promotional dress? No. You don't have to do a T shirt. It's a it's like a ball gown. A Probably ball not. gown. I hope so.
2: <laughs> At some point, you could point. be the
3: first person. You could be the first person to do a promotional. It's a ball gown that just has your face on it. <laughs> yeah. Mikey Winfield yeah. ball gown. Or like, or like a
0: bunch of little faces patterned on the dress. Yeah,
4: oh, oh, yeah.
2: You, you find the right designer, that can yeah. go. Yeah. I
4: agree completely. Can't get Versace. He's dead. No, no. no. Man, you know, he's, he's, no, he's not available. Not available anymore. <laughs> I, you know.
2: There's a huge future in that. You could, you'd end up on national television. Mikey Winfield, ball gown. Yeah, guy. you would. Yeah. It takes imagination, but more than imagination, the willingness to do it and convert the idea. So many people talk, and then they stop. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, if you're listening now, hit me up. Maybe we need to connect and make this ball gown. I like any, it. Any With tailors these, out there. I like it. Yeah. Willing to and take the just a leap. pursue it. Do something different. Right.
4: A ball gown. They're probably expensive, though, I bet. But you only got to sell
3: one. You only got to sell one. Technically, that's true, (laughs) yeah. What's that? You only have to sell the one, and then people. I thought you were it. giving it away. You're going to sell it? <laughs> or give it away. I, don't know. I hadn't planned on giving it
4: away. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. a lot of time well, and investment. Is a lot of, For
2: free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of
4: sequins. Got to have a lot of sequins on it. Okay. okay. And, you know, I would think. Don't I'll, ball I'll gowns have a lot of sequins?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'll walk around. I know, with I've never it. worn one, so. <laughs> I have no shame. So I'll just walk around in a ball gown with promotional stuff all over it.
4: i got to be honest with you. Before I met. Andy's mother, before I met my wife 37 years ago I was going to uh, a Halloween party so I was like 25 something like that and I wore a gold lame suit and the woman I picked up said I'm not going with you in that suit it's not gonna, it's, yeah it was like that color only <laughs> like what like, I'm wearing right now Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a suit, it was a sport coat and pants and the whole deal it had a little stripe down the side of the pants Yeah. she said no
2: <laughs> you know I kind of get it though I get when oh okay no like you're out with a woman she wants it to be about her yeah that's right. true now if you have a, true. all night they're gonna come up to you like man I like that little whatever that thing is <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> hey, the Elvis. gold thing how yeah. you doing Elvis <laughs> yeah Right, yeah, so it'll take was, uh, away from like her no, right. experience, and you don't want to. Act. That's a very, very good point. You, you want her happy, so. You get a
3: golden black LeMay suit right now for 185 bucks. Yeah. Hey, man, from can Suit you, USA. Can I talk about it like this too. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: shiny. Hey man, that's
4: very shiny. <laughs> that's shiny. Yeah. Oh, you can't turn that, can you? Yeah. No.
3: Because I, I wonder if it's the one that I that I used to own. Well, you can get one that looks more like. Formal, or you can get one that looks like the one Elvis had. Right, it was the one that Elvis had. Yeah, that I had. very, very gold.
4: So I
2: wish you would have kept it. In all the old it. suits, and what happens is, like your wife, they make you throw away your old clothes because yeah. they feel like you need new ones. And I'm like, I want to keep all my old stuff. Yep. Yeah. Like all of it. But I leave and I go and I travel, and then she throws away my clothes, <laughs> and she'll replace them and buy other stuff in time. But I love the old stuff. And I think our children would appreciate the <laughs> God, old stuff at true. some point mm. for I just, something.
3: I recently, like a month ago, I threw away a sock that I have had since I was about eight. I haven't worn it in 20 years, but just you know, one sock. I just, I just had that sock. I don't know. Yes, just one. Somehow, sock. He loses all of somehow his it kept with me this whole time. But, yeah, that's, that's probably not what you're talking about. <laughs> probably weird. not. The single sock. I'm intrigued. This <laughs> is from my childhood.
0: No, he's talking about probably perfectly good clothes not. that he could wear again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that his wife gets rid of.
3: I don't have any
4: of those. Did you keep one sock just in case you got one leg
3: amputated at some point? I Why don't would think you keep I kept it on sock? purpose. Oh, you didn't keep it on I purpose. think it just, like, was in the... Because right. I don't really... Well, that makes sense, then. I don't really
0: he d- he fold my clothes. He
3: doesn't get rid of I just put them in a basket and wear them out of the basket, so... Mm-hmm. If it gets on the bottom of that basket, you never seen it again. Yeah. <laughs> you always
1: have to hold on to that lone sock in case it's friendship somewhere. I have so many somewhere. of those. The lone sock.
3: I, I have a ton have, of them. Yeah, I have
2: like 15 of them, just oh. in case. The thing One is, though... It's winter. Your socks don't have to match. No, that's true. <laughs> that's you just need two. Well, for the longest you time, just I just wore two.
3: whatever mm-hmm. two socks I found.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, he did
3: do that. That's true. He's not mm-hmm. making that up.
1: Different colors. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. That's whatever.
1: how my kids are. That one will have like a pink sock on, yeah. and then some stripe one. I'm just like, what? well.
3: <laughs> their socks. They're keeping my feet warm. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah.
2: So, Mikey, now that you're doing movies, are you going to become a director? You know, I like the producing side first. Yeah. I just want to have input on the content starting and down the line, maybe. This is all far. I like being in front of the camera. Yeah. So I'm still, like, crafting out of figuring out those skills. I want to be, like, a great performer and that takes time you know well you're a young man anyone who's done comedy they get it it takes like over 15 20 years and you start really vibing the do same you, with actors yeah that's true it takes time do you think anybody's funny in the first 10 years of being a comedian you know i think it's they hard. have pieces yeah. of funny and potential but they're not molded right to their best potential so you'll get a little something and it might be interesting but i don't know I don't know. There's there's a
3: reason there are very few famous, like young, like twenty-year-old comedians. Yeah, right. In fact, I don't know if there are any. Like Bo Burnham. Yeah, he's like the youngest comedian that I've ever known that like has fame. But Mm. he's not funny
4: in the least. I don't (laughs) get. Never (laughs) loved him. I, you know, he's a nice kid. Well, he was only nineteen, I think, when I interviewed him the first time, Mm. and he was a young kid. But I, I went to see his show. It's like. Well, remember what Ray Romano did to him? It was phenomenal, because Bo Burnham always played the piano. You know Bo Burnham? Yes, I do. Okay, so you know he plays the piano. Yes. Right? (laughs) So they're on a show. Paul Provenza's, I think it was called Stage Door or something like that. It was a Paul Provenza show that he would have comedians on all the time. And Paul says to Bo Burnham, Hey, I'd I'd love you to do a bit here, if you don't mind. He goes, Yeah, no problem. He walks over and sits down at the piano, and Ray Romano says, Oh great, an effing prop comic. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're not around much anymore. I think. No, Bo not got, so much prop you know. comics. I think Bo Burnham may have, and I could be wrong, but directed a Chris Rock special. He did. Yep. Didn't
4: yeah, he? he? Did. Yeah. Yep. Right. He like, directed a movie too. That's He's weird. How does that happen? He's very right. smart kid. He yeah. is a very smart kid. Yeah. yeah. And he a piano player. He's not
5: funny. There's no, that. I'm <laughs> sure for <from> some people. It's <laughs> like more one man shows though. It's not really like a comedy. Like yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. yeah, that is true. More thinky than funny. I, don't know.
2: Mm. I oh. like that word, thank-y. thinky. Thinky. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he's more thinky. Yeah, <laughs> he's a on, smart know. dude. Yeah. No, he is a very smart kid. Yeah. he really is, and he's a nice kid too. I mm-hmm. just, well, his act is not for me anyway. You know, yeah. that's the whole thing. It's not, you know, it's not aimed at people like me anyway. Mm-hmm. I just, the the one problem I do have. <laughs> is at a very young age, I became a huge Richard Pryor fan. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to top that. Who can follow it? I don't exactly. think anybody's going to be ever. I got so lucky being a teenager when he broke. But I am pissed off I can't say the name of any of his albums. That doesn't me. <laughs> I talk about that all the time. It's like, man, I just would like to go, you heard that album? Uh, never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who will, like, who is the voice of today? You know, and you got to go talk to, you know, I want to say like 21 to 27 year olds. Like, who's their voice? Yeah. Of just like whatever the conversation is.
4: Do you know Brandon? To what? Like who would be a who would would appeal to like 21 to 27 year olds right now? God, I I can't
3: think of anyone. Because I can't think of anyone either. Well, the problem is they'll have someone, and then that person will say something slightly out of line, and then then they'll disown them forever. Yeah. So there's that.
2: And there's so much for us nowadays. Everyone can have an individual person. Mm -hmm. Because now you have so many outlets to view comedy and drama and whatever. So I'm happy about that. That's great. It's like how no
3: TV show will ever have a 30 share ever again. Because there's, like, there's, what, 500 channels for people to choose from? Yeah. Whereas back then there was, like, you know, six. So... No oh. TV show can ever be as big as TV yeah. shows were just by uh, three by virtue of there being too yeah. much choice. Right. Well, when the Beatles appear, appeared on Ed Sullivan's show, they drew 70 million views. That's never happening again. Mm, that's
4: not going to happen yeah. again, man. Even the Super Bowl now, I think it does 110 million. I think. But that's worldwide. It's not just in the United States. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's a whole... That just came up on the morning show this week, as a matter of fact. How would, let's say a 12-year-old react now to sit down in their living room and there are only three channels to choose from. Oh, man. Can you man. imagine that? They
2: would actually go outside. They probably would <laughs> go outside.
4: Go <laughs> get some exercise and everything. Yeah. You know, it, would, it was totally different back. And then a, a lot of times, I, I believe in a lot of markets, TV signed off at 1 in the morning. Yep. Wasn't even on the yeah, air. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. right. Wasn't it
3: like the, the Pledge of Allegiance or yeah. something used to play yeah. at night? Yeah, they would play, uh, yep. yeah, they would Play uh, Star, uh, Sp- Star Spangled Banner. Banner. And, and then it would and just, then it would just go be the fuzzy. Indian test pattern.
4: And it would, yep. Oh, God. Well, I knew that because I used to fall asleep. My mother come down. Would you turn the damn TV off? Because it would go beep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the test tone. The test tone. She didn't like that at all. But yeah, it's a whole different world. But so amazing to me that I can go through 600 channels and there's nothing on. Oh, man. How is that even possible? cause i don't really care about you know bowel movements you a half an hour about a bowel movement <laughs> Yeah, right. you, know, I, I say, you should take this this is a this is a drug for you yeah great that's wonderful <laughs> and but this is
2: the reason we stream and we have podcasts now. Yeah, yeah yeah we just no, watch
4: true. what we want to watch only yeah <laughs> and when you want to watch it that was a very smart thing at the beginning when radio stations also had a podcast of their shows It's mm-hmm. why why not yeah why, why not? wouldn't you yeah, having, right. yeah, absolutely do you right. want to compete Huh? It's true. Dang. It's absolutely true. But FM radio's gonna last forever, and I tell people, go why? I don't know. If that's it will because it's the last thing that's free. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else left. I mean, AM radio's done just because the signal's inferior.
2: But FM radio, there's no charge for it. It's the only thing left that's free. What do you think about this? So you can still complain for FM radio. People can complain mm-hmm, yeah, because yep. it's a free service more so versus if they pay for it. Yep. I don't think you can complain in radio because you're paying for this vulgarity or this, yeah, right, uh, you, know, right. you know. So. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, that's, That'll
4: be interesting. Hmm. You ever going to do like a serious XM show or anything? Um, I'd
2: love to. I'd love to. And you know you haven't been approached about that. What happens? I was pitching a show. People that I talk to one on one, everyone's very open about their relationship status and the mistakes they've made. You know, guys tell me about like when they got some girl pregnant and this thing they don't claim to be like people tell me all types of Mm -hmm. stuff. And I would love to have those interviews with people that are open about their private life, so that the rest of the world can understand that some of the feelings and thoughts you have aren't so wrong. Did like, you talk to Serious about that? No. You should. You should. Hmm. Have, you should absolutely talk to him about that. That's a
4: great idea. Yeah. You should have your own show on Serious XM. Mm-hmm. That'd be a no. good idea. And yeah, we need to. We
2: need to. <laughs> Finding, well, finding I, the time, you know. I'm in mean, yeah, these movies. Yeah, movies yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm a far too big movie star to yeah, be doing yeah, that right. now. But yeah. Yeah. that hour
4: went by way too fast,
2: Mikey. Win. Oh man, it did. Yes, active. it did.
4: Tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, both night and ten thirty. As a matter of fact, great to see you. Stay hey, always a pleasure. Thanks, for your time. Thank we'll you. We'll talk to you Thank on you. Monday, Tom but aren't you. <laughs>